Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Marketing Freaks podcast. In this week's episode, we're talking through some of the key learnings we've gained as an agency from uh, investing in, conceptualizing, launching, and running our own e-commerce brand, uh, which last year became thecityscooter.com. So we're going to be talking through the project, lifting the lid a little bit, and sharing some of the insights we've gained. So really hope you find this one useful and insightful. If you do, please come and subscribe on all the usual favorite podcast places. And let's get started with the episode. Okay, Abby, thanks for joining me yet again. <laughs> uh, so we're going to be talking about uh, some of the key learnings that we've gained from investing in starting and running our own e-commerce brand on the side. Yeah. Which, of course, uh, has so far been the thecityscooter.com. Yeah. So just to recap a little bit on why we did this, because mm-hmm. I think it's probably important context. So uh, last year, um, we, we set this business up, thecityscooter.com, and the whole idea was to give the team an opportunity to experience going from concept through you know designing and building a brand, finding supplies, doing all of that stuff, to going live and generating sales. Yeah. So that was the goal. So we're going to talk about kind of, well, I guess almost six months on. Yeah how it's gone, what it's been like, what's what the key learnings have been from the team, why I, I genuinely think it's made us better at our jobs, um, our day jobs, obviously being being an agency. Yeah. Cool. Nice. So um, I guess to like kick it off, what, what do you think, like what are your highlights in terms of like key learnings? What, like for you, what do you think the biggest things have been? I think the highlights for me has been seeing the team like learn and develop and grow with an understanding the e-commerce journey. Like it's been really cool to see the thought process behind not only like obviously we do paid advertising, yeah, um, but looking like beyond that into yes. like how we've got the website set up and what people are doing on the website and how yeah. We, yeah, and it's just been really interesting to see that change in mindset. I think from the team has been really really cool. Definitely. And I think that has kind of come from what I love about this project is the nature of the conversations are so different to when you're just talking about performance marketing all day. Yeah. Which is great. But suddenly we're having conversations with everyone on the team about um, what the gross margin on the products are like and and how we need to prioritize based on that. If we're going to run an offer, what can we go down to and still be profitable? Yeah. you know, through to, okay, I think we've got a checkout problem. What payment processes are people using more than others? And like, these are conversations that you don't tend to have when you're just thinking about um, Facebook ads or LinkedIn ads or Google ads. But yeah. they're conversations that have a massive, like massive impact on the performance of those platforms. Yeah. So just even having the, the fact that the conversations have happened have have been like that's been a a massive thing I think yeah definitely and then because those conversations are happening and because we we are in control of every element we've been able to action things really quickly yeah and make changes that we see very quickly have an impact on performance which has been really exciting I think yeah it's awesome isn't it and it's um like having that freedom to just really quickly try different bits of creative or different ways of shooting creative or editing creative or you know whatever it might be and just being able to like roll them out and test them and then take those learnings and and apply them to client accounts gives us a really like fast yeah pipeline of ideas 
Yeah. And I think as well, like, I mean, not, uh, I'm not saying that it's not complicated, but often the things that we have been doing or changing to impact performance, they're not like necessarily groundbreaking. You know, no. it's like, oh, there's an additional click that people have to do there to add to cart. Let's put an add to cart button much sooner so they can do it straight from that web page. It's like, bam. Yeah. And then we saw a difference in that or yeah. in the ads. It's like, oh, we need to be calling out the pricing, like, but have it strike through instead of percentage. Right. Change that straight away. <laughs> yeah. Bam. Dun, dun. Change. And, and then we immediately see the changes oh, look, straight away. Oh, click through. It's <laughs> yeah. much better on that ad or yeah. we're getting like the bounce rates also better. Add to yeah. cart's gone up, you know, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been really, really cool. Definitely. I think probably that's one of the like the key things really is like that agility and speed of right, this isn't quite working as we want. Here's some theories as to why that might be the case. Here's some data that backs up those theories and let's roll out these experiments to see if we can try and solve them. Yeah. On a bi weekly basis, mm-hmm. kind of those two week almost sprints if you like. And just like, it's the exact opposite of sitting there and going, hmm, 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 might need a bit more time, hmm, you know, it's the precise opposite of that, isn't it? Going like, okay, maybe it does just need a bit more time, but while it takes a bit more time, let's alter the landing page or whatever it might be. Yeah. I think it's been good as well to be looking at things from like a macro perspective. So like yeah. we're not been running this and thinking and not looking at like what our competitors are doing or what's going on in the market because that's definitely yeah. been something that we've had as a bit of a struggle within Sydney Scooter. Yeah, that's a big one, isn't it? Because yeah. um, well, the whole premise of this project was um, get it live and touch wood, the government changed the regulations around e-scooters. Yeah which we thought would happen at the end of last year. Yeah, but instead of them changing the legislation, the government just changed like three times. <laughs> yeah, they all either got fired or quit or <laughs> so there's no one left to make the decision. Okay. So it's probably not going to happen for a while. No, I don't um, think it's top priority right now for them. No, there's other, there's bigger fish to fry. Yeah. Definitely. So, but yeah, the, the, it's that, um, it's an extreme example of being aware of the market yeah. and the competition and what, what's happening around you and having your eyes open and your ears on the ground to that, yeah. again, massive impact on performance. Yeah. You know, huge, but miles away from, you know, should I do a 2% lookalike or a 4% lookalike this week? Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> you know, probably won't make a difference if there's regulations going against your product. Yeah, so being aware of that, obviously, is massive. Yeah. Um, I think for me, one of the... Because, like, obviously, we all know our performance marketing inside out. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's all the other things that, like, have been relatively new experiences that I think have added to it. So um, one of the things for me was, like, the live chat. And using Jenny, <laughs> Jenny, <laughs> our live chat representative. Um, there's so many funny stories about this, um, <laughs> but using that as a mechanism to um, first off, like just a touch point for customer service. Yeah, 
like really really good but immediate feedback get get conversations going people ask questions about you know they're asking for recommendations yeah like that's a really cool thing but as a mechanism for customer feedback and understanding what themes of questions people ask and stuff that crops up um like right in the early days loads of questions about finance yeah right let's get Klarna on the site yeah that was a pretty quick one for us wasn't it Yeah. yeah Questions about warranty. Oh, yeah. Maybe we're not making it quite clear enough. Yeah. Questions about shipping. Oh, yeah. Let's make that clearer. Like, And then instant updates on the theme to answer those um, big themes of questions. Yeah. Massive. But, yeah, how's that live? (laughs) No. Go on. John's John's been... John's well, had a small insight into what it's like to be a female living yeah. in this world. Yeah, I have. Because so, John, is, John is, spoiler alert, John is Jenny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, yeah, our live chat representative is Jenny, mm-hmm. which is usually me. Yeah. And um, Jenny's, Jenny, Jenny's got some admirers. Oh, God. Um, what's really funny sometimes is when uh, we had a, the, the, <laughs> there have been a couple of scenarios where, uh, the customer, there's a customer emailing for something on customer support, and he feels like Jenny's now his new best friend. Yeah, because Jenny's really supportive. Um, Go but Jenny. he emails, sends an email in. I'll oh, send an email, and we'll we'll get back to. You. Sends the email in, doesn't get the answer that they want, so then goes back to Jenny to try and you know, hi. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's the same person. <laughs> You're going round in circles, mate. Yeah. Or like some abuse that comes in. Oh yeah. Which. Um, <laughs> Are we allowed to swear on this? Someone, people just like pick up live chat and swear at you. It's yeah, really weird. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, but it like uh, genuinely as a as a method for gathering feedback, awesome. Well, one of them was really interesting, right? Because it was somebody that was really just straight up aggressive, and I remember it came up. Um, it just said bastards. Oh, that was, was a Facebook yeah. DM. Yeah, yeah, and, and we all because we all have it connected on our phones. We were all just like okay we don't need that on our Saturdays kind of thing but actually what came out of it is we had been posting organic content only on Instagram that's right and we hadn't been uh, automatically putting onto Facebook as well so when this guy saw this ad he thought that we were scammers and was like you bastards you're trying to take people's money that's right wasn't it yeah and then we and then that was actually a really good learning for us because we were like oh well we definitely need to be putting stuff on Facebook yeah we hadn't wanted to spread ourselves too thin in terms of organic socials we hadn't yeah but actually the connecting Just those two was super easy no brainer yeah um so it's actually yeah. quite interesting like even the even the aggressive comments have well apart from the one last yeah. week have been quite useful uh, actually there's a good point to that in terms of making a decision as a business or a team as to what you're going to respond to and what you're not going to respond to yes i responded to that because i thought it'd be funny <laughs> <laughs> Someone messaged you, messaged you out the blue, going bastards. Like, like okay, why? Mate, like, okay? So I think the reply was, um, you know, "Thanks for your comment." Um, <laughs> Jenny's so polite. What, what is it that made you say that? Um, you know, we're a small business, and you know, why? Why? Why are you so angry, mate? Another. There was a couple of other angry replies. Um, and then, yeah, it turned out that he thought because we hadn't had any organic content on our Facebook page for a while, yeah, we were not legit and scamming people. And, um, yeah, I mean, the, yeah, there's nicer ways to gather feedback. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, I mean, I think that's just a learning in general for new e-commerce brands in 2023 is that people are a lot more aware of scamming. Yeah, this is true. stuff like that. So your yep. website has to look really legit and you have to have all the right 
badges and you have to have a lot yeah. of tick boxes probably more so than other years right yeah definitely um but i think yeah and knowing yeah, replying to stuff is not bad you know and getting on comments and mm. um you know all that type of stuff but yeah that is that has been quite interesting been really interesting yeah yeah definitely, definitely feel sorry for you imagine like full-time organic social media managers who that's probably massive part of their day yeah um yeah brutal brutal thoughts and prayers yeah so abby like what what have you seen so you run the paid social team what are the big things in terms of right all all of these learnings all of these experiences that we've we've had yeah um how are they applying to our client work like what sort of shifts have you seen on that front I think the biggest shift like we mentioned before is looking at the bigger picture. Yeah. So if the ads aren't working, doing a much deeper dive into the data that we have access to, like going into the analytics and looking at the website pages that we're like linking to, the landing pages, stuff like that. Like yeah. diving into that a lot more and being yeah, yeah. data led with our approach and also our suggestions to clients. Like, yeah. like hey, we're seeing that on the landing page there's this barrier let's can, yeah. we, can we change that like that kind of thing yeah which i think you know, i think uh we've always done right so we've always been data lab we always look at stuff and we always consider things but it's it's um having had the full te- like everyone on the team be involved in the project everyone on the team thinks like that now yeah it's been uh, a mind mindset shift yeah it's yeah. like really subtle but yeah. different like we were talking um, before this started about an example where um, someone on our team who's um, relatively new to the world of paid media and we were talking about a particular challenge with um, a set of campaigns right and the f- the first natural like the genuine natural response was I'm going to go and look at the product performance and the stock levels and see what's selling yeah from someone who's quite new to this right whereas I and I don't think that would have been the first natural initial response no I don't think so and that's really cool. Yeah. Like really, really cool, I think. Um, some of the challenges are like the, because a big part of this is putting ourselves and, you know, putting everyone in our client's shoes a little bit more, mm-hmm. right? And trying to understand the pressures and stresses and different things that impact yeah. everything. Um, what, do you, what would you say are some of the, not lows, not, let's not be negative. Some of the... Um, <laughs> some of the yeah just the challenges around it i think i don't know if it's a challenge but it's been interesting when because some of uh, some of the stuff that we have on the website we have physically with us like we have the stock of it yeah and other stuff is drop shipped like other items is drop shipped so there's yeah. a big difference there in terms of like what we need to be pushing and i think that's been quite interesting so like if we just look at yeah. the data and we go oh, this particular scooter has loads of clicks and there's loads of interest in it, but we're sat and we've got 30 of a different kind that we need to be pushing. Yeah. It's like those that kind of thing of like, right, okay, yeah, well, yeah, you yeah. can look at that. Yeah. And that particular scooter could be, yeah, could be looking really hot, but actually our profit margin is a lot better on these ones that we physically have stock of and we need to be getting those out the door because that's money sitting sitting yeah. there right now. Which so is- that kind that is not a, it's not a low, but it's been a challenge. Massively. In terms of like how we pivot to get rid of the physical stock that we have, yeah, that we've spent money yeah. on to to get, yeah. But again, like we're having 
conversations as a team about liquidating stock. So yeah. turning stock into cash because then we can do stuff. You can't do stuff with stock, but you can do stuff with cash, yeah. right? And again, like <coughs> those are conversations that don't usually happen. No. On we a performance w- marketing team. We not usually have that, no. With, <laughs> you know, like junior members of the team, right through senior members of the team sitting there talking about liquidating stock. And Yeah, and questions around like, <laughs> How much can we put down the, the price to get rid of the stock, to yeah. get in different stock? Like, what's our profit margins? Questions like that. Like, So there's been challenges around yeah. that, which have been really interesting and sparked up pretty good conversations, yeah. I think. And like fulfillment as a whole, like we're performance marketers, but learning about, learning just even a little bit about the fulfillment process gives so much context. And, God, yeah. Um, yeah, that example of... Like the first self-fulfilled scooter we sold. So (laughs) the first scooter that we got out the door that we stocked, um, we sent it with um, a well-known UK courier company. um, Worldwide. Worldwide, sorry. And they (laughs) they bloody lost it. (laughs) They lost the damn thing. And you've gone... Like, we're so excited about selling oh, it it's like lost. You've, you've got through this process of like conceptualizing a brand getting amazing creative done getting it all live getting over that hurdle running the ads finally converting a customer on one of these products and the last link in the chain which is the third party screws the whole thing up that was a bit of a roller coaster because it was a very big high and then like oh, oh. are you joking yeah, uh, that was a pain, wasn't it? Yeah. But then the learning there in terms of, like, that's so important to get that last step right. Because yeah. it could, that, actually that experience is the bit that the customer actually sees. It's the only touch, physical touch point with the customer. And we uh, don't really have, we have control over wh- who we use, but we don't have control. We're not, we yeah. are not physically dropping it to their door. Yeah, exactly. So that led to loads of learnings around, you know, um, finding different suppliers how we automate that process a little bit yeah. in the back end, like loads and loads but of stuff. But now we have a great supplier. We don't have to drop it off anywhere. They come and collect it. All automated through pretty seamless. the back end of Shopify. Yeah. Um, it still absolutely blows my mind <laughs> that uh, we can get a sale, I think click three buttons, and then about two hours later a human being turns up and... It's pretty wild. The, then the product goes off to yeah, the customer. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And that's, again, it's really cool to see. And it's great, I think it's great for the team to um, have that context of planning the ads, running the ads, doing the creative, trying to convert the traffic, work out why the traffic is not converting, fix that problem, get the sale, see the product go out the door. Yeah. Like, and physically watch this, the physical stock that we have go down. It's yeah, pretty yeah, exciting yeah. when we were like, we yeah. need to get rid of, we need to shift that. And it's like... There's now a nice big gap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. It's satisfying. Right. And I just think um, all of these things are subtle. And actually, when you say it out loud, it's like the really straightforward things and learnings and experiences. But they give everyone on our team so much more context. Yeah. When they're looking at planning their client accounts that I just think it's just such a positive thing. Yeah. I think... Brilliant. My biggest learning out of it is when you look at a project like this, it seems super complicated and yeah. like, oh, like a bit overwhelming maybe. But actually a lot of it is just taking a step back and looking at it Simple from decisions. like a customer perspective yeah. and and making consistent changes. Big time. That make the big difference. Yeah, so. yeah, definitely, definitely. But um, 
onwards onwards we go and yeah. there's lots of kind of new things and ideas in the pipeline and did some testing today that was quite fun did some product <laughs> testing on a new idea and um yeah loads to kind of come back on so we, we we really need to kind of keep this um type of thing up to date and yeah come back and share learnings and and that type of thing but hopefully this has been a useful recap and uh it's an insightful Um, <laughs> that's the camera going off right at the end um, but an insightful overview so thank you Abby you're welcome thanks everyone for listening thanks to everyone who watched up until that point a minute ago um, it's very kind of you um, and we shall see you on the next episode thanks John thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed that episode please do come and subscribe join us for future episodes where we talk about the ins and outs of running paid media and driving improved conversions and revenue for your business see you next time